All right, so hey everybody, this is yet another interview. Super excited to share this really awesome, incredible human with you all. Um, I'm gonna let her introduce herself and then we will dive right in. So go ahead and tell us your name, your age, and your location. My name is Sarity Williams and I am 40, just recently hitched the 40 Club and um, I live in the suburbs of Chicago. Love it so much, so much. And oh, another thing, just let us, give us a little bit of a background on who is in your family. Um, so my husband and I have four children, ages um, 11, 9, 6, and 3. Um, so it is busy, busy around here. And then we have lots of extended family, but of course, we haven't seen them as of late. So usually it's just a lot of humans running around everywhere, but it's just been the six of us really for the last year or so. <laughs> right, exactly. But I mean, hey, that's like, that's a party in itself. At all times. Right? Yeah, 100%. So something to kind of let people know a little bit more about you um, is I've been asking people, what is something, an activity that you do that makes you smile? Um, <laughs> it's hard to think of like an actual activity, right? Like I can think of my kids, my kids activities that make me smile as they're doing it. I can think of, you know, my students activities. It's hard to find something that I do that is just me and for me um right now i'd say there's probably only one thing that i'm doing just me and for me and that is um, working out at orange theory fitness and i may not be smiling under the mask while i'm doing it but dot 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 when it is over um i am definitely smiling and it, it, i feel very accomplished and um but that's probably the only thing that i'm doing just selfishly not in a bad way but just selfishly for me and then i feel you know, kind of like I can do whatever else I need to do for the day. And I mean, like you wake up early for that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mornings that I go before work, they're 5 a.m. workouts. Got to get it done. Not a lot of smiling until it's done. But once it's done, I'm like, well, what else can I do? for the, You know, like what else can't I do? Really? <laughs> Ex exactly. You're like, I mean, I started here. So like the day can only go up from here. Okay, so another random question, and then we'll dive into the other ones. What is your, what would you consider as your, as your favorite food? <laughs> um, anything Mexican. I have a weakness for Mexican food. It is like my family's tradition. My husband makes fun of us. Like if we're together, we're going to get Mexican food. Um, we lived in Mexico for a year randomly in a motorhome. Um, the six of us growing up, I know, well, you know, liberal hippie parents, let's just take a sabbatical and live in a motorhome. So I don't know if it's just fond memories and it was just such an amazing trip and time together that that's just what we do as a family, but it is a weakness and it is my favorite for sure. That is the coolest thing. Where in Mexico did you live? Uh, so we went all the way down the East coast, all the way to the Yucatan Peninsula. So we were in a motorhome. So we didn't like have a station. We just kept driving and made it all the way down and lived on the beach for a couple months and then came back. Yeah. So that is so cool. How old were you when you did that? I was in fifth grade. So I missed a lot of fifth grade. Um, there are things that, you know, my sixth grader knows that I just don't like, you know, like the facts and this, a lot of geography that I was supposed to learn in fifth grade. I'm like, uh, I was learning to like clean turtles on the beach and I had other experiences, you know, but, um, yeah. So most of fifth grade, just we supposedly homeschooled 
we did not. We just you did you did experience schooling. We did. We did lots of experience school. Yep. That's super. I didn't know that about you. That is so fun. The more you know from random questions, right? They just lead you like down rabbit holes. It's so fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so we'll dive into the actual topic now. Now that people kind of get a gist, get a vibe of who you are. So the very first question is currently in this moment. What do you think that you are very successful in? Um, man, this is a hard year to feel successful. Um, 100%, I mean, yeah. You know, personally, I think the thing that I'm most successful at is um, being a mom. It's my most favorite thing. But um, professionally, um, this is a hard year to find the successes and feel successful. Um just it's been you know hits left and right and trying to keep choral music alive in a pandemic (laughs) has Mm -hmm. felt impossible at best on many a day um but if i'm looking for successes and things that i feel the most successful at i think it would be establishing and building relationships with my students um it, it is i mean it's the reason why i did music is you know a high schooler was the relationships with my peers and my directors you know and that's we did that through music you know that the music was the avenue um and so that's kind of the only way I know how to do it is you connect with your students and you build those relationships and you happen to do it making music you can do it in any you know any other way but that's the way I know how to do it um and so when a lot of other things have not been possible um I think that we've continued to do that and so if I'm looking for a success from this year it's still connecting with my students and building those relationships that have kind of sustained us throughout this past year. I mean, it's been that it's been making sure that you have those connections to rely upon when things are going awry, just like all over the place you have no control over. So, and I think that that's really important that you acknowledge the fact that, cause yeah, it's been a shitty time for teachers and you're acknowledging the fact that no, but there are good connections and you're still making connections. And, and that's, what's important at the end of the day. And we're going to your program, we're going to build it. We're going to keep it. We're going to, your students are so supportive of you. And that just, you know, goes to show how much of an impact you've had on them. And that's like a lifetime success. Some people don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's so amazing is you do, you build these relationships and then for many of them, I keep them, you know what I mean? Like they are a part of my life, you know, <laughs> forever. Right. And so it's, oh, I love how people, different people answer this question differently. Cause you were going to say like, oh, well being a mom is like your greatest success and you feel like you're successful in that. And then you said, oh, but maybe, oh, but wait, but let me talk. Let me go to work. Let me yeah, go to have like to talk career. Right. Cause people right. success in parenting. <laughs> exactly. Right. So there's this, like, there's this understood societal pressure definition that your success lies in your work and your career. So I am breaking down that definition this month and saying like, nope, we get to have success in all areas of our life and we get to redefine it for ourselves. So we're going to do that now. Um, and we're just going to, I'm just going to get your definitions on success with different areas in your life. So We'll start with romantic relationships because I think you have a very, I mean, from the outside, it looks so great. So, so let us know what does success look like for you in a romantic relationship? (laughs) Man, it was a long time coming. Um, I think it's 
success is the fact that, you know, 13 years in and four babies later, um, he really is my best friend. And I know that sounds cliche, but like, he knows everything there is to know. There's no secrets. There's no pretense. Um, and like, he's the first person that I want to talk to. He's the person that, you know, like quarantine was hard on a lot of relationships. We flourished. Like the more time we can spend together, um, the better. Like we were like, this is awesome. I mean, I know it's not cause it's a pandemic, but this is awesome. You know? So, um, and just like, we still just make each other laugh. And I think that's another part of it. Like we just really, even when we're driving each other absolutely crazy, which totally happens. Uh, really enjoy each other's company, you know, and mm -hmm. um, that can be hard to hold on to. I think after four kids and in the thick of it all, and when you're ripping and running and doing so many things, you know, um, but just still, still have that laughter and that fun and really enjoy that person's company um, just makes it all so much easier. Um, and that definitely <clears throat> sustains us through the hard times and makes it just feel feel successful, right? This is the person that I love being around still after this much time. This is the person I want to share this with, you know, it took me a long time to find it. So I, I definitely appreciate it. I think there's something to being appreciative of it too, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, experiencing the opposite, right? And we had both experienced the opposite. I think I've shared with this, with this before, but like we both knew like what the opposite was and like, okay, we're both ready to like really make this the focus and the commitments and, you know, put the work in because it does, it does take work, but you know, you shouldn't have to work that hard, I guess, you know, like there was times where I was working really hard and I was like, this is not working, you know, this is, this is not it. This is not going to do anything. Right. So actually, so expand on that. How do you make it? How do you keep the fun? How do you keep the, um, the enjoyment kind of in the relationship? It's a good question. Um, I would love to say that like we make it a priority and we go on date nights and we do those things. We don't. Um, I mean, especially this last year, right? Like we don't. Um, and it's hard to find sitters for four kids. And by the time you pay a sitter for four kids and go out to dinner, it's like, holy oh, Um, so that, I mean, and those special things are fun and like we enjoy, but like, I think it probably really boils down to making that other person's needs and wants a priority, right? Like, I know the things that he needs and I know the things that he wants. Um, and sometimes I have to put, you know, maybe something else that I want to do on the back burner to try and like meet those needs. And so he's feeling really appreciative, appreciated. And, um, that, I don't know when you're feeling appreciated and you know, somebody's making an effort for you and they're doing the same, you know, that speaks, I feel like for us. Uh, more than like, Hey, you want to get dressed and go to dinner, right? That's the fun, fancy stuff. But like on the day to day, like, what did you do to make my day better? And what did I do to make your day better? You know, because yeah. we are the thick of it, you know? Um, and then you're of course in a better mood and then you enjoy each other more. You know what I mean? Like it all is, is it's cyclical, but yeah, it's uh, the, the fun stuff is awesome, but it's how can you make that day to day um, connection and sometimes, you know, almost in a non-romantic way, just like, how am I going to make this person's life better and easier? You know, like, cause we're 100%. a team. Right. Just knowing that they're a person that you care about and you're like, why would I, why would I make your life harder? I'm, I'm there with you. I'm going to find it, <laughs> not find it. It'll, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Oh, I'm getting, it's getting nice and dark in here. It's okay. Um, okay. Moving on the, so romantic relationships, check, check. Moving on to work for you, just let us know what a successful 
you can say program, but just successful within work at the end of the day, how, what do you deem success for yourself? <laughs> I, that one's hard because I feel like as a music educator, you know, there's lots of pressures to, you know, are your concerts this way or are you competing or are your students singing these songs or are you, and again, that's never been my connection to music. And that's never been the reason why I got into this job um, or into this profession. So, I mean, for me to have, you know, like on any given day, I've had a successful day. Um, it was a day that my students and I enjoyed making music and we did it well together, right? Like it's that simple, you know, um, again, it's almost like the concerts are the icing on the cake or like if we had a chance to travel here, you know, do all of those things and those experiences, that's amazing. But, you know, the days that don't feel successful are the ones where it's like, oh, it was pulling teeth or like, you know, a student's having a hard day and it's affecting the rest of the Like those I feel internally and I just, you know, that will wipe, wipe me out for the day. Um, but that's always what's helped made me feel the most successful. Um, but then, you know, it's challenging because you feel like you have to justify things to the outside and, you know, like, well, how many kids did you have to make to all state? Like that's what justifies to other people. It's kind of those outside you know, how many shiny trophies do you have? And, da, da, da. Um, and, I, and those are awesome and students work really hard and it's great, but you kind of feel like you're, you're lifting those things up like they're more important because that's what other people recognize as success, not necessarily what I feel like makes a successful program. And so you're kind of constantly balancing and trying to find the, the middle ground of like, other people, obviously, for your program to grow and for it to get recognition, you're feeling like you, you know, you need to meet these like these expectations, but maintaining your your truth about it. But that's awesome because a lot of people don't actually have that definition for themselves, and I think that's where a lot of people get lost, right, within like focusing on that outside that outside definition of like, yeah, well, I have to work this hard to get these trophies to get these kids into all state exactly like what you're saying and then they get lost and as hard as it is to kind of find that middle ground maybe sometimes for you like you have that heart in it already and that definition for yourself so that you don't feel like every single day is an unsuccessful day right yeah no that's so, probably true so i'm just i'm just throwing thoughts at you wow so another another definition another actually two two definitions one, I haven't asked this to other people, I don't know why, um, but something I defined in the first opening episode was what is success, what I, what I deem success as within my home. So like not family, but like your physical home, your physical space. What is success? What does a successful like home feel like for you? My first response that I wanted to say was not a shit show, uh, but I was like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> organized person by nature so um at the end of the week when the house is just the way the house looks at the end of the week yeah I can just feel my skin you know starting to crawl and itch um and it's not that by the end of the weekend it's clean by any means like I I definitely need a deep clean of this house and I've from yeah we need some serious help but like if I can get things kind of superficially wiped down and organized and back in their places and like, you know, at least the food off the floor. <laughs> yes. Then I feel like I can 
do the rest of the things and things feel successful. Like even when everything else is kind of falling apart, I'm like, but okay, things are neat and clean-ish, as clean as they can be, I suppose, at this point in our lives. But that definitely helps me feel like, I guess, success. Like we've got this under control. I feel mm. a little bit out of control when it's at the end of the week. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, I'm like letting it get to this point and... Yeah. And now it's time. It's tour day. Let's go. And it's nice because the kids are old enough to help a little bit. So there's more hands on deck. Um, but again, just it's, and it's a superficial clean, I'm aware, but at least then things are kind of where they need to be and the major things are picked up. Right. So, okay. So then kind of now getting actually into your home, your family. So what would you deem just again at the end of the day? At the end of the day, what do you consider success to feel like, to look like within your family dynamic? Gosh, I just want them to be happy and healthy. I just like, uh, I don't care what, I don't care what they want to, I don't care what they decide to do. I don't care who they decide to do it with. (laughs) Like if they can be happy and healthy and they can keep a relationship with each other, right? Like when you have grown siblings the relationships change and that does take work in and of itself too you know I'm finding now between me and my three siblings you know like we're we're siblings by blood and we had similar experiences growing up but obviously we're very different people right and so you kind of do have to choose to keep that relationship alive um but if I yeah if I could look back and they're happily living their truths and they're you know happy doing whatever it is that they choose to do um, and God willing, healthy and like each other. I mean, that would be the jackpot, right? That would be the icing on the cake, right? Like we could actually all get together as a family and they would enjoy each other's company. I don't think there would be anything better. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't care if they're happy and they're making gazillions of dollars. Awesome. I hope they give me some. And if they're happy and making none, but they're happy. So, okay. You can live in my basement. You know, like I, I just, yeah, I just want them to have that, that, that happiness, that, feeling of whole and that feeling their feeling of success whatever that is you know and that can be so different for so many people but and I don't know what I need to do to help them get there but gosh I hope I'm doing it um (laughs) and that and that's what's kind of and that's what's so cool is that if you have that idea once we all redefine all these things for ourselves we're able to navigate our lives better in order to actually attain those things and then we realize we've kind of been doing it all along to the best of our ability so that we feel that way, but I, I, that is the goal for sure. That is the goal, but I mean, it, that, and that's the intention behind all of it, behind your parenting, your, you know, all that work that you put in and being a parent, I mean, being a parent, it's just incredible. I always say, I mean, I think I've told you this, but I don't know how I'm ever going to be a parent without being paid. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's easier when they're yours. True. True. <laughs> fingers crossed we'll see oh so good these are all such good clarifications such good definitions for people there's so many people that can resonate with this and uh the last question i just want to ask you is do you feel like you recognize your daily success oh no <laughs> oh no 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 most days it's like well that sucked. Oh, didn't do that. Like, and I obsessed about it and, oh, I can, yeah, I can keep myself up at night pretty well, um, obsessing about and stressing about a lot of times things I cannot control <laughs> and or change if I was really thinking about it rationally. Yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> and so this is like, it's so interesting. Cause I asked a bunch of, I've asked kids that, right. 
And kids, quickly, we'll tell you, yeah. Because we do, we do have so many different moments of success within our day, but as we grow older, we start focusing on, and, and there's, an, there's a want to improve, right? There's a want to improve always, but we always need to find that balance. So I'm gonna invite you right now to say, what is something that you were successful in today? I did my first ever dry try today in Orange City Fitness. It is road 2000 meters, 300 body weight reps, and then run a 5K. And I did not die, which was goal number one. <laughs> and I was not last to finish goal number two, and I did not walk, which was goal number three. And so I've never been able to do one before. Um, I was totally nervous about it, but uh, Rob was very encouraging and he didn't have to work today. And so that was 6 a.m. this morning. I haven't moved much since, but I feeling pretty good about that so hell yeah we're celebrating that oh my gosh that's how long did that take you it took me uh 51 minutes um and they it's heart rate monitored so like orange and red is like you feel like you're dying right that's the point i literally had 51 minutes in the orange and red like i just the whole time like was just gasped red face sweating like i just want to stop i just want to stop but i did it i got through it and um yeah, so there's there's some success there, some feelings of accomplishment for sure. Well, let that just like ride that way for the rest of the week, honestly. Right? I, I was like, I'm good. I've done everything I need to do this week. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm I'm bowing out. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, well, that is that wraps it up. Thank you so so much. You're so wonderful, and I know that everyone's gonna really enjoy hearing. Um, this conversation and all of your definitions of success. So thank you. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it.